Welcome to the Filter Free Friday podcast. I am your host, Brittany Williams, and this is the podcast to remind you that the distance between the life that you want to live and the life that you're currently living isn't nearly as big as you think. Happy Friday. Happy Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. Happy Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. For those of you that celebrate the holiday of Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. Um, I am you know, excited for this week. It's a holiday. Things are chill. So work is slowing down for most people. Not me. I'm in the thick of work at the moment. But for Rob, for my husband, it's chill. So that gives me a little bit more of a chill vibe. My in-laws just sent a massive box of cookies. So I'm, I'm doing great. I got nothing to complain about when I just put about seven different kinds of Christmas cookies, shoved them down my mouth, and I'm clicking record on this podcast. I should have brought some water though, because seven Christmas cookies, it's a little, it's a little dry up in this mouth. So, and you need to have a, a moist, a moist, moisturized mouth. Ugh, that didn't sound, that didn't come out right. That didn't come out. I don't like that word, but we went there. Your mouth needs to be hydrated in order to talk with some crispness. Crispness. Anyways, I digress. I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful week. It's Friday. On, on a holiday week. Hallelujah. We made it. Let's party. Let's go, dog. You know, that's where I'm at. I rearranged my office today. Studio. I don't know what to call it. It's um, where I film all my videos. And I, you know, just... I knew I needed to make a change. I mean, don't get me wrong. This is a change that impacts 0.01% of you, but it's big for me because I have always, like whenever I record in my studio for Instagram, I place my camera underneath, I have a standing desk. And so there's like a height limit that I can take my camera to. And so it just, it, it, it restricts me. It restricts my capabilities. And I need the shackles to be released free. I need to be able to, to record at any height that I want. So I needed to move the table. Um, and it's like, this is not something major, but like I have been talking about moving this, this um, desk of mine so that my camera could go up higher for years. I mean, we've lived here since 2021. So, I mean, I've been thinking about it since I did the setup the first time, I knew that it was flawed. And so now I've changed it. And the reason really that I changed it is because, and this, I'm going to get a little granular uh, in this example, and it's not going to apply to anybody, but know that the end lesson will. So just hold on with me. Okay. Buckle your seatbelt and hold on. I'm going to get a little granular for a second. Um, So in social media, Almost everything is shot vertically. So like when I shoot for, you know, social media, you shoot it with the camera vertically. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, everything is filmed vertically. For YouTube and for other things, things are shot horizontal. And look, I, I'm not planning on getting a, a YouTube video anytime soon. But what I have are YouTube channel. But what I'm trying to do more of, and which I did in 2023 really, really well, and that's what the lesson is, is I started to think about my long-term goals and long-term how I want to show up being more successful. And not necessarily like, what are my goals, but how do I make it easier to achieve my goals? That, that piece specifically. 
So for me, my goals are to grow uh, on all social media platforms that exist, right? I am a fitness trainer, of course, but part of my job is an influencer and a content creator. So I want to see growth across all platforms. Well, to do that, I need to set myself up to be able to be nimble and to reuse content so that I'm not refilming content every single day. And and sometimes when I film a really good video on how to do a push-up, right? Like that content is gold. And I want to be able to use it in different ways uh, today. And I want to be able to use it in April. Maybe I'll, I'll think of a different way of cutting it or, or zooming in or zooming out or it, there's a thousand. I just want to be better at, at when I film content not just filming it for this one particular post I have in mind and filming it with five pieces of content in mind that I can use over the course of a year. So to do that, I needed to rearrange my room so that it I could film one video and it would work in both vertical and in landscape. And I know, again, that's really understanding that that's a big deal for someone. <laughs> To be able to film something that fits both horizontal and vertical, you need a special kind of, you need the right kind of lens to do that. You need enough space in your in your room to do that. Neither of which I have. Well, I have the right camera lens. I didn't have enough room. So this is a small tweak I'm making that hopefully will make my job easier to show up better, more consistent, and I will have to do less work because I will only have to film videos one time and I can use them across multiple platforms. And there's such a big, that's something so simple. Literally, I spent the day rearranging my office, but it's with such good intention, which is how do I make it easier for me to get my goals? And that's something that I wanted to discuss today it, because I think a lot of times we invest in the in the goal itself, right? And sometimes we don't invest in the systems that are in place to help us achieve the goal. So an example for me and my world, this past year, I... Well, it's always, it's been my goal for the past few years of like, it's standard business for me to post every single day on Instagram. Every single day, I wanna post something on Instagram. And I was obviously pregnant at the beginning of this year and I knew that uh, I wanted to take some kind of a maternity leave. I mean, I'm still gonna have to be the one posting, but I didn't wanna have to be filming and editing. Like I wanted to take a break from that and I wanted just to be able to have, let's call it two to three months worth of, of content. So 90 to 100 videos, let's say, um, created and done and captions written so that all I would have to do is click post, <laughs> post. <laughs> um, and I can keep the lights on, so to speak, on my social media, but still take the time to be with Blake and Rob during my maternity leave. To be able to pre-create that amount of social media posts and content requires a really heavy lift when it comes to organization. And that's where I found this year taking the taking the time to invest in a system, a system that works for me to be able to organize my content so that on any given day I can I can say, okay, what are we posting today? And I know exactly where to find it. I know exactly what I need. I know where my captions are. I know who I need to tag and I know exactly what I need to do. And then for me and looking forward into the future, 
how do I save the content in folders uh, and in the software platform that I use called Final Cut Pro in a way that allows me to go back to it so that I can manipulate it later on to make it into something else if I want to. And that's a, a project I took on at the end of 2022, kind of at the beginning of my pregnancy because I knew I'm a hot mess express right now. I'm just filming and posting, filming and posting, filming and posting. And I need to have a system, a workflow in place that allows me to be organized so that I can go back and find stuff from two years ago that I need to reference or use. Because um, again, a lot of this content, especially content that's like exercise tutorials or where I'm teaching you how to do something, good form for a glute bridge or a squat, not really going to change. I probably have 7,000 videos of me explaining how to do a proper squat when in reality I could just repost the really good video that I did last year. But the way that I had been organizing all the stuff in my work, I would have never been able to find it, certainly never been able to maybe like add captions. Like that's something that I didn't, I didn't add captions back in 2020, 2021, when I didn't have nearly as big of an international audience. But now that I have an international audience where um, English might be your second language and me talking really fast in my funny American accent might not jive for you, but I still want you to get that information. Um, more and more people are watching Instagram on mute these days, right? So captions is something that I standard do now, but if I can't find my videos from way back when to add captions on now, like you can just kind of see where I'm going, right? Like I need to save all of my content and all of my videos in a bank in a way that is easily um, accessible. Does doing any of that help me grow on social media? No, it, it, it doesn't, right? Like you can do all of that and still be a shit content creator. But what it does is it allows me to have structure um, around my, my work so that I can focus more on growing. So that when I do need to, and I'm back now to posting two times a day so that I can really continue to grow, and that's unfortunately what it takes sometimes is posting two times a day, I have enough content and I can go back to my old content and reuse it as needed if I want to with ease. So that posting two times a day and taking care of a baby and teaching in person and writing workout programs and all of the things is possible. And I just look back at my pregnancy and I'm so glad that I took the time to, in and when I say invest in a system, I don't necessarily mean buying something. I mean, I bought Dropbox, like I invested in a bigger storage amount for Dropbox, but I more so mean investing my time and my energy and finding a system that works for me because I knew that once the baby was here, I wasn't going to have time to like be organized. I wanted to pre-organize myself. Thank God I did that because she came two months early. And so this, like I had plans for my last two months to film so much content. Like I really wanted to film all of this pregnancy content because I was finally uh, big enough to like really be pregnant, like really hit home the point like, oh, this is a pregnancy workout. Um, I was finally, you know, getting enough like diastasis recti that you could like visibly see it. And I wanted to film all these videos about what that looks like and how to fix it and all this stuff. 
but she came early. So I didn't get to capture any of that. I had so much planned, guys. I had so much planned. <laughs> but I didn't get to do any of it because she came early, which, you know, is fine. I would much rather have a healthy baby than have all that content, right? Like, I'm not complaining, but it's just the way that my year went. And so if I hadn't have had that system in place, there is no way I would have been able to keep up my work because I... I literally missed two months of filming content. And again, I planned on having this bank of like 90 days worth of content and I didn't get to film any of it. And so I'm so thankful that I put the systems in place because I was able to reuse a lot of content. So like from April until like July, August, I really was just using content that I had filmed but hadn't, edited yet and or posted and I was reusing a ton of old content because I had to right like if my goal is to grow online and to post every day uh but I can't film new stuff like what are you gonna do you gotta just be creative with what you have so I say all of this again I got super into the weeds is because that saved me in 2022 having a system in place so that I could take the energy that I take in being organized is done and I can use all of my energy in being creative. And I know that that is something that you can apply in your job. When I worked a desk job, when I worked at Under Armour, I did the same thing with my out, my um, Outlook inbox, like my email inbox. I remember I had like a down Friday one day and I literally put my headphones in. I told my my teammates like, don't talk to me. I'm not here. <laughs> and I spent the day completely reorganizing my folders in my Outlook inbox so that, and I made like a thousand folders, right? I had a folder for everything, a folder and a subfolder and a sub, sub, subfolder so that I could search for things super easy. I could find things super easy. And I worked in sales, so I worked and we sold product about a year in advance, right? So like at any given time, like if I was still at Under Armour right now in December, I would be selling probably, my guess is they're selling fall winter product for 2024 or even working and working on spring product for 2025. So you have to be, so the decisions you're making right now, the emails that you're typing right now, you are going to not see those products come to life or make it in store until a year from now. They're not going to ship to my customer. And I worked with retailers, so not the end user, but the retailer until a year from now. So I'm going to make up an example. When my retailer says, I'll buy a million units if you make that shirt in green, and I say, okay, so I tell my product manager, hey, you can make it in green. And then a year from now, if that retailer doesn't show up with an order for a million units, you best believe I need to find the email that they said, if you make that in green, we'll order a million units. That, a million units, fun fact, is a lot, especially for a green shirt. Green isn't really that, depending on the kind of color, Kelly green doesn't do well. A good forest green, strong especially in the fall season especially for men and for women I digress so I was like in sales I feel like your word is everything you need a paper trail for literally everything when you are in customer service especially when you're dealing with millions of dollars 
<laughs> you don't want to mess that up, right? So I needed a way, uh, uh, organizational system where I could find emails from a year ago. And that's really where I started this, like realizing not just going into your email inbox and just searching wide open, just in the search box, just searching for the word green t-shirt order. That wouldn't have worked. I needed to be able to go exactly to the exact email that I needed. And that mindset, you guys, I truly think because I have that type of um, patience to take a day or two, a weekend, a week, and to build the template first before you do the effort uh, is, I think, why I'm as successful as I am today. truly like the whole thing of like if you've got five hours to do something spend the whole spend the first four hours preparing and then do it once like you know what is that there's a saying like so you only have to cut it once like spend the four first four hours sharpening the knife or whatever so you only have to cut once whatever that saying is that's what I'm saying here today spend more of your time in 2024 investing in your systems, in your templates that you use, uh, how you go about doing things so that you take the friction out of your life. And it doesn't have to be work. I gave two work examples, but in like my personal life, for example, um, this is a silly one, but I pump three times a day and I breastfeed all the other times. And I hate more than nothing washing pump parts. Now, I know that you can put pump parts in the um, the refrigerator, dirt like not dirty, but like not completely clean, and they will slow the rate of bacteria growth. You don't have to wash completely head to toe in between. I don't love doing it. it I don't, it, it's not for me. I would rather, especially with the preemie at the very beginning, like slowing bacteria growth and stopping bacteria growth are two different things. So I was constantly washing. It was like 2 a.m. in the middle of the night and I'm like washing my pump parts. And then I have to wake up again at 5 a.m. and wash my pump parts. And then again at 8 a.m. I have to wash my pump parts. It was so miserable. And so in that way, how did I build a system? How do I, did I invest in the system to make the goal? And the goal is just, right, to pump more breast milk. I guess that's the goal, to keep the baby alive. <laughs> that's the goal to invest in the system how do I take the friction out of that activity I bought three pump parts I have three separate sets three phalanges three of those little duck bills I have three sets of um, bottles that they go into I have three set full sets so that I could literally go an entire 24 hours and never have to wash a thing and I would still be successful at my goal that's what I talk like that's what I'm talking about when I say where's the friction that's holding you back from whatever it is that you need to do and how can you eliminate that friction so it's a little bit smoother a little bit easier going into 2024 because I would not have been successful if I didn't have a system in place for work I wouldn't have been successful and navigating all of the deals that I was running back at Under Armour if I hadn't have navigated or if I hadn't have um, organized my outlook and I I would be a hot mess express if I was still washing my pump parts every single time I use them. I think the second thing that I really learned in 2023, and this one's going to hit hard for those of you who are perfectionists like your girl, like me, is the importance of just good enough. I think we all know, whether you're a perfectionist or not, that good enough 
is great. No one has to be perfect at anything. And I actually think it's very rare that someone is asking you to be perfect. It is usually you, you yourself and you that is asking yourself to be perfect, that's holding yourself to this perfectionist standard. I think one of the best things that I did in 2023 is realize the importance of being good enough. That's good enough. It does not have to be perfect. I'm typing, I'm talking typos when I'm writing posts, right? And there's a typo and I click and I click post and I see the typos. I'm not going to delete it and redo it. No, it's good enough. And sure, I'm going to have seven people comment and be like, hey, that exercise is missing. Or I think that you called that push up a tricep extension and what's you missed this. And I'll, you know what I do? And I say, oh my God, you're so right. And I explain the mistake that I made. And I usually see that mistake. I'm like, oh, I made a mistake. But like, let's, let's be real here. I'm posting a free 15 minute workout on the internet so that you hopefully get interested in buying my workout programs on the sweat app. That's what I do for a living. So if there's a little typo in one post that I make, I don't think someone's going to not buy from me because I misspelled the word triceps. And if you are not going to buy from me because I misspelled the word triceps, I don't think you're the kind of client for me. You're not going to like me as your trainer if you're that kind of person. Because your girl, I ain't perfect. I make some mistakes. So I need you to just be okay with me making mistakes now (laughs) before you start paying for me to be your trainer. If you can't handle my mistakes for free, you certainly aren't going to like the mistakes that I make (laughs) when you're paying me, right? Like that mentality, I was forced into that mentality because of motherhood. Okay, I'm going to be completely honest with you. That mentality was not my mentality going into April of 2023. Coming out of April 2023, I just don't have the time or Honestly, no, I mean, I probably do have the time to hold that perfectionist mindset. I don't have the energy to be a perfectionist anymore. I'm too tired to shoot for perfect. So you're going to get good enough out of me. Now, there are certainly some things in my life that I am going to be extremely diligent about being the best I can possibly be. My workout programs that I put together, I spend weeks if not months on them I'm literally looking at one right now and I'm I'm just so knee deep in the weeds I have it printed out on my desk it takes up my entire desk and I'm just knee deep and I'm highlighting and I'm writing notes and I'm like change this do that I spend so much time in the weeds on my workout programs but that's the core of what I do right? Like all of this other stuff, it all comes down to me being a fitness trainer. And if I don't feel really damn good about the product that I'm putting out as a fitness trainer, that's where we have a problem. But do I need to be perfect for the, the, here's a 15 second reel on exercises you can do if you don't like to run? Low impact cardio? That doesn't need to be perfect. It's free. It's on the internet. It's a moment of time. What needs to be not perfect, but close to perfect are my workout programs that I'm selling to people that people are swiping their credit card for. That's what needs to be perfect. And that mindset, just understanding that it just has to be good enough is the only way that I've been able to get through this year, the back half of this year. 
is I don't have the time to be perfect. And I think that I still feel uncomfortable with that. I still feel uncomfortable not being perfect, but I feel a little bit better every day. The more that I exercise the muscle of being just good enough, the better I feel about not being perfect. That was a big weight lifted off of my shoulder this year. So even though the weight that replaced that was motherhood, and that might possibly be the biggest weight that there possibly is, but that's okay, but that's okay. I'll replace, I'll replace the the perfectionist with the mom. (laughs) That's okay, it's a trade I'm willing to make. Just the importance of being good enough. Even in my workouts, like my workouts are, are shit these days. Guys, I'm so excited for the sweat challenge because I need the sweat challenge. I need the, the structure and the discipline of the sweat challenge. Like I know I could log on and do my own workout program. Like sometimes when I don't have motivation, I, I even the trainer, need to follow a program. And during those times, I usually follow one of the sweat programs, truly. I'll be honest, usually one of my own. <laughs> for just being honest with each other. Um, cause I know, I know I like it. I know I like almost all of the, ex- all of the workouts, all of the exercises. I know I'm probably going to like it. You know, you hope, you hope, you hope you write a workout program that you like. So I'm excited for the sweat challenge because I've done all of Ignite. I feel like I'm ready for something a little new, a little fresh, challenging. I feel like I've looked at the Ignite programming a thousand times. Um, whereas the sweat challenge programming is new, it's fresh, it's different. I like really approached that, uh, challenge with a blank slate, like, cause it's core and mobility focused. It just, um, I don't know. It just, it's just a different, same, same, but different when it comes to ignite strength and the challenge. So I'm just excited for that cause it's new and it's fun and it's different. And like having that, like, you know, pep in my step will be great. But until we get there, until my motivation kicks in on January 8th when the challenge starts, I'm just okay with good enough workouts. With 30 minutes, set a timer, and I'm just going to do whatever I do, okay? And whatever comes out at the end of the 30 minutes, that's fine. Really at this point, I'm just I'm just staying consistent. I'm keeping the habit. Am I gaining strength? Probably not, but I'm not losing it. Okay, and that's worth celebrating, honestly. The importance of good, being good enough, of doing just enough. Those, those are the two things that really got me through this year. That's it. Those are the, those are the two things. And uh, it's been the most stressful year of my life. Yeah, mm-hmm. no question. But if I can keep those two things having systems in place to make achieving your goals easier and continuing to value being just good enough, if those two things can just stick with me through the rest of my life, I'll be good. I'll be good. I, that, 2023 will have been a success. Well, I mean, 2023 will have been a success no matter what because, you know, I had Blake. That was hard to do. It's hard. It's hard having a baby. Um... Hmm. I really didn't, this was not, this, I did not expect this podcast to go this route a little bit. You know, I was really expecting next week's podcast to be the like year recap. I just wanted to talk about these two things, but then they really hit, they really hit uh, uh, like a, a, a note when it comes to like 
damn, I did that in 2023. Like those are two things. I did not have systems in place and I was a big time perfectionist in 2022 and prior. So like, you know, okay, I feel, I'm feeling good about myself. Okay. Sometimes, you know, sometimes I leave these podcasts and I'm like, oh, I've got nothing to give. And today I got a little pep in my step. I should go get a workout in. Oh, I just, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll go for a run. It's actually sunny outside. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go foam roll. Okay. I'm going to foam roll. I'm going to loosen up these quads and then your girl's going to go for a run. Um, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Again, happy Hanukkah. Whatever it is that you celebrate, I celebrate you. Okay. I am so thankful for each and every one of you always, but especially during the holiday season. Um, I hope you give your loved ones a kiss, give them a hug, all the things. It is the season for celebrating. Even if you're completely alone and you're not seeing family, like Rob and I are not doing anything for the holidays. We're sitting on our asses in, in our house and just, ch- and just straight chilling. I'm a big, um, I'm a big um, fan of going and visiting family in like the in-between weeks. So like we went um, and did Christmas with my family on like the first week of December because it's not as expensive to travel. I recognize once Blake's old enough uh, to like opening presents and Santa and all of that, like the family will need to be involved. So there probably will be some traveling then. But for now, when she doesn't even know, first of all, hold on, the side, side story that I need to tell. It's the funniest, the funniest experience sitting in my house after Blake has gone to sleep, wrapping, buying gifts for her, and then wrapping them up for my eight-month-old baby just for me to unwrap them again on the 25th. You best believe I'm doing it. Every single one of her gifts will be wrapped with labels on and bows. Like, I'm, I'm committed. This it's I don't care that you have no memories of this Christmas. Look, I'm spending probably no more than 50 bucks on this kid. I might wrap up the spatula because that's really what you want to play with. I'm I'm not necessarily going to be spending a lot on gifts. You're not getting a lot of gifts. But the gifts you are getting are going to be wrapped and we are going to go through we are going to put on our matching pajamas on Christmas morning and we're going to make some hot cocoa and some some pancakes and we're going to turn that camera on and we are going to have Christmas baby girl I don't care if you're going to remember this or not we are making some memories on Monday but I do feel a little silly a little silly wrapping gifts just for me to unwrap them again like I'm like I could just put these under the tree and then just show them to her but nope we're doing it right we're doing it right um All right, friends, happy holidays. Thank you so much for listening and have a happy Filter Free Friday.